Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us tonight for another session of our weekly Bible study. The Lord bless you. The Lord grant you grace even as we proceed into tonight's teaching. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless your name. We give you all the praise. We give you all the thanks. We thank you, O God, that you've given us another privilege once again to commune with you via the ministry of your word. We think that it will be a time of impact, a time of impartation, a time of revelation. It will be a time of revelation. You will show us your ways. You will show us your face. You will open our eyes to see the mysteries of the kingdom. Father, we thank you, O God, that in the next few minutes that we'll have to commune with you and share your word, that you do a new work in us. Father, quicken us, quicken us once again, and cause your word to come with fire, with light, wisdom, knowledge, and revelation. We lift your name up on high in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you once again for connecting with us tonight. The Lord bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another moment in your presence. Father, even as we commune with you via the ministry of your word, Father, we pray, O God, that you open our eyes, cause that our eyes will be open to see that which you want us to see let your word come with fire with light and power in the precious name of jesus hallelujah thank you for connecting right this moment anyway you're connecting from the lord richly bless you or anyway you're getting this message from the lord richly bless you it's another wonderful time in the presence of the lord and god is set to do us good in the name of jesus make sure you have your pens your bibles with you tonight god is going to open our eyes to something very very revelatory very very important very very needful for us in this season hallelujah we thank you thank you jesus thank you holy spirit thank you thank you for your word thank you for the power of your word Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Tonight, I want us to look at the power of productivity. The power of productivity. The power of productivity. Father, we thank you. We will begin our text from Luke chapter 11 verses 12 to 14. Luke chapter 11 from verse 12 to 14. Luke chapter 11 from verse 12 to 14. And I read. 
And on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. For the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eats fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. So let's jump, let's jump from, from verse 14 to verse 20 of Luke chapter 11. And he says, And in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou curseth is withered away. And Jesus answering, saith unto him, Have faith in God. Hallelujah. This is, is a very short story of the fruitless fig tree. That is where we are beginning our teaching from. How that Jesus had a need. It was one that was physical. Bible says he was hungry and he saw a fig tree afar of having leaves. He came to it hoping and believing that he will find something thereon. But when he got closer to it, Bible says he found nothing but leaves. For the time of figs was not yet. So Jesus answered and said unto the tree, said, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter. But the question is, why will the God-man, why will God in flesh, why will God walk in the face of the earth be, be angry, should I say, or why would he declare a statement of death over something he created? Why would he declare death over something he created? I think we will find and I believe we will find that answer if we go right back to the beginning of beginnings. In Genesis chapter 1 verses 10 to 11, 12 and probably 13 we will look. He says, And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. So right here you are seeing that God made a separation that the earth appeared and the waters were separated. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. Verse 12, And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind and God saw that it was good. So right from the inception of, of creation or should I say recreation where God, had put, where God put everything back into place. In Genesis chapter 1 we see that God created a system whereby seeds will reproduce themselves. But here Jesus the God man was having an encounter with a seed which had become a tree obviously had taken from the earth had taken nutrients had taken water 
had taken everything that he needed to produce fruit but wasn't fruitful and at the end of it will later experience death by the decree of the master so it's quite obvious that God is concerned about our bearing fruit Bible records again in John chapter 15 verse 8 he said hearing is our father glorified when you bear much fruit so shall you be my disciples God is concerned the issue of being productive matters to God and you understand it very 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 soon why that our productivity matters a great deal to God our productivity matters a great deal to God for you to even further understand this statement in the story of the talents given to the servants 5 12 and 1 for those that were able to be productive with the talents given them they received they received something special Bible records that he told them that well done thou good and faithful servant he said I apportion to you a kingdom meaning beyond they reproducing what was given them they were brought into a realm of influence that prior to that 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 uh, reception of the talents they were not walking in meaning anytime a man becomes productive any anytime a man is able to reproduce that which has been given him by becoming fruitful he ascends into a higher realm of influence let's get the story matthew chapter 25 matthew chapter 20 is a long reading is a bible study so just stay with me matthew chapter 25 It's a long read, but you just follow. He said, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, which called his own servants, and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another he gave two, and to another he gave one. To every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he went, then he, and then he had that received five talents, went and traded with the same and made them other five talents he was productive and likewise he that had received two he also gained other two but he that had received one went and dig in the earth and hid his lord's money after a long time take notice of that after a long time the lord of those servants came forth and reckoneth with them and so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents saying lord thou deliverest unto me five talents behold i have gained beside them five talents more he was given five he reproduced five back a hundredfold increase verse 21 his lord said unto him well done thou good and faithful servant thou hast been faithful over a few things I will make thee a ruler over many things, over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. This is a man that received five, five talents. He was able to reproduce those 
five talents and produce another five meaning at the end of the day he didn't just have the five that was given him he had another five a hundredfold he doubled the initial investment of his master into his hands the same thing happened to the one with two you will notice shortly verse 22 he also, he also that received two talents came and said lord thou deliverest unto me two talents behold i have gained two other talents beside them his lord said unto him well done thou good and faithful servant thou hast been faithful over a few things i will make thee ruler also over many things over many things i want you to take notice of that that they all started out just with th- talents given them but at the end of the day after they traded and they did business or they reproduced those talents they were elevated or should i say accelerated into a realm just like the master they became like the master because the master also was 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 a man that had great wealth great substance and for him to bring people into into a a, a place of rulership over many things meaning he had many things but now he's also making them like him just please get this get it's a revelation the lord gave me and 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 it's something that is deep in in nature that if you understand this your pressing and your desire to be great to be influential to to be productive in any field of endeavor that god has called you to Will, 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 will take another dimension of, of action. Just get this. So they started out with two, five talents, but at the end of the day, they didn't just have a multiplied result of what they were given. They now became rulers, just like their master. Hallelujah. Verse 23 He said, So the Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Verse 24. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strewed. And I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, thou hast done that is thine. Lo, there is thou that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not sowed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges, and then at my coming I would have received my own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him that hath ten talents. Look at this carefully. So, meaning, Meaning the five talents he gave, the two and the one, he wasn't going to take it back. He was he was just using that as a test run to see if he could elevate them into another realm of rulership and dominion. So the two that were able to 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 to, to pass the test not only had the privilege of keeping that which was given them and the the, the results of that also, but they became certified rulers hallelujah but for the one that was given one and refused to do anything profitable with it what he had was taken away from him and given to the one that produced more 
or should I say the one that was given more and produced more of it? So, so, so he says in verse 29, For unto everyone that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. Hallelujah. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into utter darkness, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Get this now. So, three people given three certain specific amounts of talents. Two of them came out profitable. One came out as an unprofitable servant. But 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 the the the, the lesson learned there is that although they were given these talents and they were able to reproduce those talents, they didn't end that 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 verse of scripture just by possessing multiplied results of the talents they were given. They ended up as certified rulers rulers of many things now comes our message if you want to enter into the realm of the master experientially you have to take on the habit of productivity productivity listen now for every great man of wealth or substance of influence that is out there that is making waves, one thing in common is that they are all producers. Producing goods, producing services, producing content that is valuable to humanity. Whether physical, intangible, whatever you call it. Every nation that is ranked as a third world country or developing or whatever nation, a major part of that population of those people, they are consumers or those nations, they are consumers. They produce practically nothing that they consume. They consume things on a regular in every country that is called developed, first world country or whatever you call it, or western world, are people or nations that are constantly producing. Constantly producing. So America is a great nation, not because of the politics or the state of democracy and everything that is going on there, but primarily because right from the inception of the agrarian age into the industrial age, they were constantly producing, producing everything that the world was consuming. China in those times were not ranked as a developed country. Why? Because they were not producing much as they currently are. So now today they are contending for being the, 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 one, the number one power in the world. Why? Because they've upgraded themselves into being massive producers 70% of everything that is consumed in Nigeria in Africa comes from China Africa is considered a third world continent with a major part of its population living below a setting minimum wage or, or, or 
money that they consume, whatever. Some say it's $2 per day per person. Some it's even lower, but the, the, what we are bringing out here is that unto men, unto individuals, unto nations, embrace the culture of productivity and don't just become consumers. If Even if we want to take this out of the setting of church and religion, men people of the world okay let's let's go back to let, let, let's 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 back up and start it right from the beginning from the beginning god introduced himself as a producer in the beginning god created he started out by introducing himself as a producer so he produced something that was relevant the earth the heavens and everything that was there and something happened he had to do the whole process again but he was still in the business of producing so for the seven days that was shown us in scripture that he, he created, he was constantly producing, produced the sun, stars, moon, sand, earth, waters, plants, animals, fish. He was constantly producing. That is why he is God. So for, 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 for us to operate like him, he also gave us that same manual. When he made man in verse 20, chapter 2 he created a man in flesh actually but in verse 2 when he made when he said let us make man in verse 1 verse 26 in chapter 1 verse 26 sorry when he said let us make man he said let us make man in our own image after our own likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea the birds of the air over every creeping thing upon the face of the earth and over all the earth verse 28 he now said he blessed the man and he said be fruitful first thing be fruitful means also recreate what i've put in you god is able to create because god within himself has for the sake of this explanation has within himself the power and the potency or the seed that can create so god originally is a creator but he made us just like him so for us to experience our, our consciousness of being like him, we also have to be productive. So he says, be fruitful. Be fruitful. The first is always, is always important to, to take cognizance of the very first words that comes out of God's mouth when he's given anyone an instruction. He told the man, be fruitful. The first thing I want you to do is to be fruitful. What I'm sharing with you this moment is the key to breaking the back of poverty forever and ever in your life. This mystery, this key is so powerful that the reason why Satan is still the God of this world because he also is a producer. He is constantly producing evil. He is constantly producing darkness. Satan is not a consumer. He's not at the, at, the, at the end of the food chain and just taking surplus or crumbs from some any other entity. He is in the business of producing. He's producing evil content on our media, producing fear, producing doubt, producing struggle, producing sicknesses, producing pain, sorrow in people, producing diseases everywhere. That is why he's still the God of this world. Because he's still producing. 
Satan doesn't consume evil. He creates it. As a matter of fact, Jesus came on the scene and gave us a revelation about him. He said, he is the father of lies. Father for a Hebrew, a Hebrew is Abba, source and sustainer. He is the source of all lies. Source means he is the original producer of that content. He is constantly producing. So if Satan operates this mystery, and by operating this mystery, he has made himself relevant to this age, to this time. What would you do to enter the realm of being, being a principality and power is to produce. So when Jesus came and he was done with the disciples, he said in chapter 28 of Matthew, if we we'll look at it quickly, I want you to listen to this message if you can over and over again. Anything there might be about two, I don't know, but it, verse chapter 28, verse 18 of Matthew. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded of them. He was practically telling them that with the seed of power and the word and the spirit that I've sown in you, go out there and reproduce it. If you stay where you are and don't reproduce it, you'll become like that guy with one talent. Until, until we learn as a people, as a nation, as a continent, to be on the producing end of the chain of existence, we will never enter realms where we can influence a generation. It will never be possible. So I just identified to you, I just I just showed you that the devil is still in the business of producing. So the people that work with him are also constantly producing. We keep we keep talking about musicians that sing carnal song, pornography, and everything. Pornography is on the rise because it they constantly produce content. They constant if they were if 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 if, if they stop if the people that run the pornography industry stop producing content in 1980, what was produced from the beginning of time to then cannot suffice for the population that is now is. So they are still that industry is still relevant because it's constantly producing devilish content that is influencing a generation. That is why we can't stop preaching, no matter what is happening in the world. We have to constantly produce something that is of the God dimension to deliver a generation. Dangote is still making waves, even in the midst of. Corona, he's still selling cement because he's still selling his products because people are on the back end of consuming and they'll constantly need stuff to consume. And he operating in the business of production is always on top. Any musician, whether you call them worldly or whatever, or canal or whatever, 
are constantly producing every week people are dropping singles here and there they are constantly producing and you still wonder why they are on top because they are constantly producing something we'll go to the 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 issue of production as it pertains to your gift your purpose your passion and everything maybe somewhere later but this is the truth i want to bring to you right this moment he said to man, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, have dominion. But the first thing on that list was, be fruitful. After that, he said, multiply. He was still emphasizing on the issue of being fruitful. You want to be rich, you want to be wealthy. You want to be influential, you want to be out there, you want to, you want to be on top. You want, to, you want to operate like the God-man upon the earth, which you are. If you are not a producer, if you are not productive, if you are not constantly producing something that is, that is as a result of the seed that has been placed in you, you can never live a relevant life. You can never amount to anything. You can never be a voice that can influence a generation. So I saw a post that in this COVID-19 era, the rich just got richer. And, 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 and the issue is for people that are on the back end of, of the, 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 the scale of economics and wealth and poverty, we always bash or, or we are constantly against the rich and the capitalists or people that are constantly making money. But we, un- we don't understand the truth that these people are making money, not some, of course, through dubious means and everything, but primarily because they are producing service or they are, they are offering services, goods, and things that are valuable, that are relevant to society. So meaning if you can also replicate the same principle, then you can be like them. That is why it's, it looks as though the rich keeps getting richer. It's because the rich keep doing things that will keep getting them richer. For people that are poor, constantly just check their daily routines. And on the list is watching TV, spending um, large amounts of time on the internet, browsing things that are not relevant, or just consuming. If, If you are constantly in the game of consuming, you will check your life. You will never amount to anything. Consuming, 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 consuming food, consuming content online, consuming audio, video, constantly consuming, and you are not reproducing what you are consuming. There's not the thing is there's nothing actually wrong with consuming, but if you want to be on the on the side of the God man or ruler over many things, your 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 weight of production should outclass that of your consuming. You should produce more than you consume. You should produce more than you consume. You should produce more than you consume if you want to be in the class of God. God introduced himself as a producer from the beginning. The enemy is the enemy and the God of this world because he is still producing. 
Now the question is, what are you producing? What are you producing? What are you producing? For the five, he made them keep the five and the extra five they made. And said, I make you a ruler over many things. For the two, he did the same. But for the one that did not make profit from what he was given, what was given him was actually taken away. But now is the part two of what we are discussing. Genesis chapter 1 verses 11. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. This is the revelation for you now. Now you understand that you have to be a producer or be on the on the on the on the end of production not necessarily constantly a consumer this is the the, the, the secret now for the for the for the for the grass he said that the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself so for for man when he came to giving you instruction he likened you to a plant to a fruit yielding plant he said be fruitful he didn't say be manful or he didn't say be humanful he likened your 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 growth your establishment to that of a plant so he said be fruitful meaning if he's saying be fruitful then you have to for the sake of understanding what he's saying go back to how plants become fruitful he said for the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself meaning when he told you to be fruitful he actually said that on the on the on 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 the strength of the fact that he already placed in you a seed that can produce fruit so now is identifying what seed that has been placed in you identifying your seed is important to your being fruitful is necessary and essential to you understanding how fruitful you could be if god has placed in you an apple seed and you are trying to bear mango fruit you will struggle for the rest of your life so the first thing to identify here is what is the seed that god has placed in me I'm not the one to tell you what seed God has placed in you. But one thing I know for sure, that that seed is a seed of greatness. That that seed is a seed that will, that will benefit humanity. That that seed is a seed that will bring glory to his name. As to the specificity of that seed, I can't give you an answer. The only one that can give you a complete, full description answer to the specific seed that has been placed in you, is the creator himself because he's the one that created it and he's the one that knows how it how 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 it's supposed to function so the first key to to living a life of freedom financially whatever is to first identify that seed 
and your seed will always be around the areas of your passion either singing either cooking either drawing art writing music writing books delivering talking speaking producing content doing business it could be it could be numerous 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 descriptions of the kinds of passion that men can or could have so the first key to 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 being successful wealthy and living in abundance is to one identify your seed identify your seed stop looking at other people's fruit to judge the kind of seed that has been given you go within yourself by by having that is why we encourage daily communion with the holy spirit and the word because it's only through those agencies only through those avenues that you can clearly understand the seed that he has placed in you he told jeremiah before i formed you in your mother's womb i knew you meaning i had a relationship with you before you even came into time so therefore if you really really want to understand who you are what you are and who i have created you to be then it is wise and expedient of you to come back to me come back to me and hear what i have i i, I have of you or what i have written concerning you what i know about you discovering your seed is very important to fulfilling destiny and fulfilling your assignment that god has given you today many people run around pursuing courses running programs doing businesses that if only they could sit back and identify the seed that was given them they will never have to run around struggling for things that are not theirs so he says be fruitful if you know anything about fruit growing trees you know that fruit growing trees do not work to the people that will consume them the people that will consume them will always come to them look at jesus he actually walked to the tree he didn't command the tree to come when you enter into a state of fruitfulness and you are constantly reproducing from the seed that god has placed in you men will locate you why because your your fruit will speak for themselves you will not have to go around shouting calling men to come and celebrate you men will celebrate you on their own accord there are today musicians who by reason of they are being fruitful in their craft by producing content over and over again they they even have to cancel some shows that they are called to why because they can't meet up to the demand they are constantly needed for for shows here and there all over the world for for some from preachers for for uh, talk show hosts for for motivational speakers some some have their schedules booked even for 2 years in advance why because they are they are producing fruit that people are rushing for until you identify your seed and allow that seed grow all those dynamics and everything we will talk about it at a later date but the the pressing issue on ground why because i've noticed that many people are being scammed of their monies because they are entering dubious businesses just to make money quick and liberate themselves from this pain of not having enough of deprivation many people are entering into businesses that are 
that are that are illegal many people are doing things that are not beneficial one way or the other just so they could get out of this squalor of 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 deprivation and not having enough many people are doing things that deep within themselves they know that is not their strength why because they've not identified their seed so i want to hit on this issue a few more minutes then we call it a night that until you identify your seed and from that point you are willing to allow that seed grow and nurture it this issue of living in this cyclic state of never having enough will persist longer than you know this is the truest statement I believe I've ever made in my life as I tell him Jesus that I love him and also my wife that I love her that until we we you enter into a state of discovering your seed nurturing that seed and allow that seed to grow and start bearing fruit and once you hit that point you constantly produce fruit men will never come to you because you are bearing leaves men will only come to you because you are bearing fruit Jesus cursed that tree and by reason of that curse no man ever walked up to that tree demanding fruit again because it had entered into a state of just being a tree nothing fruitful nothing productive coming from it don't just be a consumer don't just be consuming movies don't just be consuming content from other people in this age of the internet what are you producing for the internet world that they can also consume what goods and services of value are you marketing are you are you reproducing that can benefit society you are a musician you are an artist you write songs you do poetry you 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 are into business are you are you reproducing that business in a way that can be of great value you know the thing is with 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 us in this side of the world we we expect everything to just happen for us without first understanding the principles of wealth creation the major one of the major top 5 secrets and principles of wealth creation is discovering a purpose nurturing that purpose and in fulfilling that purpose reproduce your passion over and over again reproduce your passion over and over again this is not the time to be lazy and just uh, uh, redundant in your pursuits or anything press into if the moment you identify that hey this is what god has called me to do I encourage you press into it like never before press into it the thing about seeds are seeds don't grow overnight they take remember he says that the man went for a long time and came back after a long time meaning he expected that those things that he had given them would take time to grow he wasn't expecting instant growth or instant reproduction of the talents he gave them so with any talent any seed that God had given you within he giving you that seed he expects that that seed will be fulfilled will grow in a space of time so is the one that controls your time you are not the one to determine whether you are living in delay or not he's the one that determines the time and that time is also determined on your ability to cooperate with his timing with his 
with his principles, with his word, with his with his spirit. It will take time to grow your seed. It will take so 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 understand this. You are 40 and you just identified your seed. Don't don't you think for one moment that your seed will start bearing fruit in the next two hours or in the next two days. It will take time. It will take diligence. It will take hard work. It will take you being committed to, to seeing that that seed will grow. And the truth of the matter is in the process of that growth, you might not see instant results. Why? Because it's a seed and seeds take time to bear fruit. First, it has to come out as a shoot. If you read Mark chapter 4, you see the truth of what I'm saying. That seeds take time to grow. Seeds take time to grow. Seeds take time to grow. Brethren, hearing me, seeds take time to grow. Seeds take time to grow. Where is it now? Mark, Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mark chapter 4, yes. Mark chapter 4, verses 26. And it says, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground, and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up, he knoweth not. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, meaning it's the earth that will bring the fruit. Meaning everything that will produce that fruit will come from the earth. Hallelujah. So he says, but this is the process of the earth bringing that fruit. He says, first the blade. The blade is not the fruit. Then the ear. The ear is not the fruit. After that, the full corn in the ear. Meaning there's a sequential process for achieving the state of fruitfulness. It will take time. It will take consistency. It will take commitment. It will take hard work. But on the on 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 the on the first page of that book of fruitfulness is discovery of the seed, discovery of passion, discovery that you have a talent that is worthy of recognition, that is worthy of investing into and committing into. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It will take time to nurture your gift. It will take time to grow your your, your, your talent. It will take time to develop yourself into a state of perfect uh, fruitfulness. Hallelujah. So I want you to take this message, listen to it over and over again as much as you can. Let this message communicate something to you. Let this message minister something to your spirit. Don't sleep on this message. It's not because it's coming from us or anything of that sort. Because this is the bailout system for Africa. This is the bailout system for Nigeria. This is the bailout system for Ghana. This is the bailout system for any man who currently listening to me is in a state of not having enough. enough. It's in a state of lack. This is the bailout system. I wish I could introduce you to a business that will make you a million dollars in two years. I wish I knew one myself. But what I'm telling you this moment, what I'm, what you are hearing right this moment, right this instance, is the, the key to living and exiting the state of lack forever in your life. 
God showed me this a few days ago and it hit my spirit so much so that, that to think that Satan is still the God of this world simply because he's still producing evil. He's, he hasn't stopped. Bible says he goes to and fro seeking whom he may devour. Meaning he's constantly on the move trying to trying to enforce evil in any form or fashion. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So if you are hearing me tonight, if you are hearing me right now or any time of the night you are hearing this or any time of the day, listen to this. Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish. Reproduce yourself. First of all, understand yourself by identifying the seed that God has placed in you. The Lord bless you. The Lord, and I pray for you as you've listened to me this moment that God will cause His grace to increase in you. God will minister to you wisdom, understanding that all the days of your life you understand what He has called you to fulfill and honor and you live out your life fulfilling that. And by fulfilling that, you provide all the resources you need to fulfill it. In Jesus' precious name. The Lord bless you and keep you. Until we meet again another time, stay safe, stay blessed, and always stay in charge. The Lord bless you again. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. To the Tony Exito Show. Get ready to be inspired. A man by name Chuck Palahniuk once said, Our generation has had no great war. No great depression, yet our war is spiritual. Our depression is our life. Depression is real. Pain is real. Struggles are real. Hardship is real. Failure is real. Lack, deprivation, hunger, they are all real. We sometimes fail to consider the reality of these life forces as touching our existence upon the face of the earth. It's erroneous to think otherwise and therefore relegate these forces to the trenches of oblivion. Life has its seasons, life has its sessions, life has its ups and downs. Life is full of many things all encompassed in what we call time and rightfully speaking from the very writings of this holy script he says to everything there's a season and a time for every purpose under the heavens we are currently plagued with this great force of comparison where by reason of we having great access to information online via the internet, we are constantly exposed to images, to information, to content, to videos, 
to audios and most of times release negative feelings into our very being. Comparison, they say, is the thief of joy. Many have been robbed by that force of comparison. Comparing themselves with each other, comparing themselves with classmates who's making progress in life, comparing themselves with somebody who's married and having kids, comparing themselves according to their own definition of success, seeing people progress and make meaning out of their lives. Therefore, we find ourselves seated in a corner of depression, wondering if our life is moving in the right direction. If you're hearing me or listening to this tape, I bring a message of hope to you. But before that message of hope comes, I want to admonish you. Everyone has a journey in life they have to walk and pursue. Your life is unique. Your destiny is unique. Your purpose is unique. So until you stop comparing your life with other people, you will always come short of them. Why? Because they remain your standard of living. Before I give again this message of hope, I want to encourage you. Stop comparing yourselves with other people. As a matter of fact, many things you might be seeing online are not what they actually are. I've come to the understanding that everyone has life challenges they have to deal with on a daily basis. The rich, the poor, the sick, the healthy, every one of us, in every race, in every continent, in every country, every individual at some point in time will have seasons where they will define as low moments where they wouldn't feel that life is worth living anymore. That is a given. But the truth of the matter is, it's only a season of your life. It's only a, a, a sentence in the chapters of the book of your life. Once you dwell on that sentence for too long, you will not make it to the end. So it's wise for you to flip that script, flip that page and move on to the next, on to the next page, on to the next chapter. If you dwell on continuously comparing yourself with other people, you will never match up. Because there will always be somebody richer than you, always be somebody more prettier than your wife or anything you want to consider as what you desire but you are not having. There will always be something out there. There will always be a symbol of success, of progress out there that if you continuously match yourself against that standard, you'll always fall short. But in your own uniqueness, if you dwell there and celebrate your own uniqueness, you will discover that God took out great time and invested so much in you that you even documented that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. The fact that things are not going your way right now doesn't mean they will not go your way eventually. 
you might be broke now you might not have enough now your life might not be making meaning now your marriage might be in a very dark place now your life might be in a very low place now but the truth of the matter is until you change how you look at things the things you look at will not change so it all starts with your decision to stop comparing yourself with other things and have a clear image and a clear vision of what you are expecting life to offer you and once that is established you begin to press into that image that vision that that mission that objective you see placed ahead of you walk your own path walk your own journey live life according to your own terms stop comparing yourself with 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 what somebody's doing or what somebody's not doing you have a life to live and always remember as we live this thing called life that time is limited time is limited your time is limited so don't waste it living someone else's life don't be a carbon copy of someone else be the best version of yourself be the best original person you could ever be and by doing that you inspire other people to also be themselves not to be like you but to also be themselves so my word and message of hope to you this moment is you are special you are unique even in the midst of that ugly story that you are constantly brooding over in your mind if you allow god do something about that he will bring glory out of it yes things are not going your way yes things are falling apart yes you have been crying for the past many months yes you've been depressed yes you've been exhausted yes you've been extremely tired about the pressures and the issues of life but what are you going to do about it do you make a choice to see life differently life will always treat you unfairly it's your choice at the end of the day how you want to live your life but my advice to you even behind this message of hope that change your perspective change the way you look at things and the things you look at will begin to change god said something remarkable in isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 and 4 he says that will keep him in peace he whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee this is god talking and he's saying that the moment we keep our gaze upon him the moment we keep our eyes fixed upon him in a mental state that we are constantly dwelling on who he is on on what he represents and the possibilities that resides in him something will be ministered to our minds and he said that thing is called perfect peace oh how we want that as a generation how we want that as a people of this earth perfect peace not just any kind of peace meaning there are levels of peace you can get somewhere else but once you focus on him you are assured of perfect peace so in verse 4 he admonishes you again that trust ye in jehovah trust ye in the lord forever because with him is everlasting strength with other things you are hoping to have money wealth fame increase 
a name, fortune, whatever. Those things do not promise everlasting strength. But if you want to carry on in this life and not find yourself in a hellish place, even if you acquire all the things you are believing you are supposed to acquire, if you put your trust in Him forever, all the days of your life, you will be assured of everlasting strength. And it is the joy of the Lord that is our strength. I leave you with this verse of scripture. That He will only keep you in peace if your mind is stayed on Him. So if your mind is stayed on something else, I bring you this word. Focus on Him. Focus on the things that will inspire images of Him in your mind. His word, messages that are are preached by his anointed servants or, 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 or books or literature that will inspire all the dimensions of God that promote strength, that promote encouragement, that promote faith, that promote hope, that promote love and an assurance of a better future. You can always change the way you think by introducing another thinking pattern, by introducing another belief system, by introducing another source of information keep your mind on him keep your mind stayed on him as much as your mind might want to wander and not and not subscribe to anything that will promote hope just keep your mind in that atmosphere and allow his spirit brood upon those words that will come to you and see god move mightily in your life he will keep him in peace he whose mind Stay on it. Stay your mind on it. Stay your mind on it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the God Energy series from the Tony Exito Show. If you enjoyed it, please do well to leave a comment. Also, do check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Until next time, stay blessed and stay inspired.